Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off in Rav Nossin's discourse, the Kutei Alachot, section Orachayim, the laws of falling on one's face, Nefilet Apayim, discourse number four, paragraph number four. We're seeing how Rav Nossin is really, really putting down the so-called philosophers and uh, atheists and those who call themselves intellectuals and they use their intellect to philosophically explain the Torah in a rational manner and how they are extremely damaging to the extent that Rav Nosson doesn't want to even go over whatever they say. But he gives some examples. Look what he says here. Unbelievable. According to their words, their rationale, their explanation, which are evil and strange and bitter and filthy, Rav Nosson says, Based on their reasoning, which is in these four categories, four, four exp- ex- explanations, four expressions, definitely there's no reason for a person to be happy in any mitzvah, God forbid, according to their rationale and their reasoning and their logic. Since according to their strange and bad and evil and bitter and filthy explanations, the whole purpose of the mitzvah is only for the rectification and for the good of mankind and the good of this world and of society. And it's all explained rationally by these people. I just want you to know, I had a teacher like that. Unfortunately, I was in a school that was a bit, unfortunately, secular in grade 10. And the teacher had for Tanakh, Mamash, couldn't uh, how they exp- how they explained the Torah exactly like he, Rav Nosson is saying here, to rationalize and everything. And these are people who even even had beards and kippahs and everything, and yet they weren't there. There, you can see from their explanations that they were in a totally different realm of what's considered the Torah. Unfortunately, to say that. So he says here that according to the rationale and their explanation and their logic, there is no reason to be happy for the mitzvah. The, and explains Rav Nosen. He's like this, like an, uh, on all the morsel, and if now, in the essence of wealth and money in this world, in otherworldly matters, already there's no true simcha, true joy to be found within them. As has been mentioned above earlier, the end of anyone who runs after wealth and money and worldly pleasures has just a very bitter as galbanim end. And a bitter end like galbanim. Mikoshiken, so all the more so, Nosen says, if now the basis of, of, of their belief is this world, and then you try to explain the mitzvah based on that, so all the more so, how can a person be happy in fulfilling the mitzvot, which are for the sake of, you know, nimus, of proper uh, gentility and conduct, moralistic Behavior, behavior for national, cultural reasons, God forbid. According to their evil logic rationale and their mixed up rationale and logic. Rav Nosson's example. 
ואיך ישמח במצוות סוכה, מאחר שאומר עליו טעם של שטות כזה, שאז טוב לשב באוויר כזה. How could a person be happy with the midst of סוכה, since based on their rationale, if they say that the, the reason behind the midst of doing a סוכה, they, they, they give a reason, a rationale of, of, of stupidity, to say that the reason why you do the midst of סוכה, because then at that time of the year, there's good fresh air outdoors and it's good to sit outside. <laughs> and the person who's saying this himself knows that this is irrational, this is stupid. Because based on that rationale, on a just simple logic, if that's the case, it enjoyed good air. So he said at that time of the year, It's better than if that's the case, to sit at that time of the year in your house, in the guy's house than to sit in the sukkah. And if nevertheless he wants to sit in the sukkah, and if nonetheless he wants to sit in a shade outdoors, so what are you going out of your way? So let, let him make a linen tent like the wealthy people do, the aristocrats do, that they have nice tents made of linen which are strong and sturdy and they stand good and they're also in a sense maybe more, more rainproof than a regular sukkah. So let them sit in, in, a, in a tent like that, like the aristocrats do. ולא סוכה עשויה כדינו ששכחה בפסולת גורן ויקב דייקה. And not to sit in a סוכה which is made according to Allah properly, with סכך that's made according to Allah, the terminology is the leftovers from the granaries and the wineries, etc. You take the leftover branches and stuff, and hay and, and straw, and with that you make a סכך. What are you do going out of your way to make a sach of all such funny material which is so which is so weak? Use a stronger linen uh, material to make a covering. What, what, what are you going out of your way? According to your logic. Right? V'chen bishar mitzvot. And this also applies to all the other mitzvot which, which they try to rationalize in a stupid way. And he says, no there's no reason to bring more examples. It's amazing how Rav goes out of his way to put down so much these people and their ways. And he says, Rav there's no need to repeat and to try to demolish, to destroy such stupid and false logic and rationale and explanations which are totally made up such as these. Shehem hem, Rav Nosson says, Shehem hem ikara epikorsut vakvirot. They are, they are the, the essence of heresy and atheism. Shekofrim, believe it or not, don't, don't be fooled, don't be taken in, he says Rav Nosson. Shekofrim betorat Moshe legamre. These people deny totally the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Chumash, the Torah that we receive from Moshe, totally. And they cover up their falsehood with such stupid, irrational logic as this. 
and they're so haughty, right? As if they're the ones to come along to properly, you know, reply and set forth the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, of blessed memory. And as if to say, they're the ones to bring the logic and explanation and rationale to the words of Moshe Rabbeinu. These people who've been around for at least 200 years, part of the Haskalah and Reform Movement, whatever you want to call them. Such bitter logic and explanations, and like rotting, totally rotting, such as theirs. And he quotes of Nosen a verse from Eov, chapter 6, verse 6, where Eov says something similar. Is there any taste? There's many explanations to this. One is the rear. Chalamut, the saliva of a sick person stinks. A person who's sick, then the four, what's called the four biles, reveal their stench in the in the rear, in the saliva of a sick person. Whereas a healthy person, his saliva doesn't smell so bad. So he's saying, does there exist a taste in the in the like a, a nice? pleasant taste in the saliva of someone who's sick? Definitely not. So too their words. There can't be any tam. There's no taste in it. Ushtutim ka'ele, Rav Nosen says, right? And such stupidities as theirs. And Rav Nosen says, now this applies even more so now that their, their, their explanations are absolutely stupid and nonsense. Why more so now? Bifrat ata. And in particularly now in these days, this day and age, where we have already merited the holy book of the holy book of the Zohar and the writings of the Arizal, which what do they do? What does the Kabbalah do? The Zohar and the Arizal? That in the writings of the Arizal, the Holy Zohar, it is explained, expressed clearly that every each and every single mitzvah hints to very, very lofty items, very high and lofty items, very much. Until ad infinitum, so high that you can't even grasp them. That's how high they are. Because the mitzvot, and with the Arizal and Kabbalah opening up to show how deep they are, it makes sense that there's ad infinitum explanations to the depth hidden every mitzvah. You can't even fathom everything. Because the mitzvot are our life and our length of days now and in the future world forever and ever eternally so it makes them even look even more stupid when we have revealed today the Kabbalah which shows the depths behind the mitzvah and you can't fake it you can't pretend that after seeing how there's so many details and Kabbalistic explanations of holy names and gematriot etc etc that the Arizal and the Zohar go into so it makes them even look even more stupid for their irrational explanations that they give to our holy Torah and Rav Dustin says, therefore, according to their logic, there's no way a person can be happy. Because Simcha is only when a person does the mitzvah with complete emunah to fulfill the will of Hashem and to come close to Hashem, period, according to the parameters given to us in the Holy Torah as outlined by Moshe Rabbeinu, period.